my life ever since I've been born. I never heard a man speak like this man before. In the mid-70s, cult leader Jim Jones convinced over 900 of his followers to move with him from California to South America. There, he eventually compelled them to commit mass suicide. Three years later, in 1981, NPR produced this documentary about the Jonestown Massacre. Father Cares, The Last of Jonestown, from National Public Radio. How do you feel about it? You may die tonight. I'm, I'm prepared to die for this family if I have, have to for freedom. Thank you, Dad. A story of murder and a story of suicide in the jungle of Guyana. Congressman Ryan, the wicked man. A story told by many voices, including the voice of one who might have been there, one who survived. NPR used actual audio recordings found at Jonestown to make the radio program. But then they did something unusual. They had the NPR host himself assume a fictional character. He narrated as if he were a Jonestown survivor, someone who was actually there. The back and forth between the real recordings found at Jonestown and the NPR host's fictional survivor makes it a unique genre, a radio docu-fiction. And I'm a God, and I'm going to stay a God until you recognize that you're God. And when you recognize you're God, I shall go back into principle and will not appear as a personality. You are God. But until I see all of you knowing who you are, I'm going to be very much what I am. God Almighty God. For most of those who stayed with Jim, who stayed in the People's Temple, devotion was total. Yet Father demanded incessantly expressions of faith and gratitude and criticism of Jim or the temple was blasphemy and treason. Soon, together, under his guidance and protection, they would become dangerous and therefore important. Just remember, nothing worse than putting somebody in the corner when they've tried over and over and over to do righteousness and no one receive it. And you get them in a corner, they're extremely dangerous. The documentary is called Father Cares, The Last of Jonestown. This radical piece of radio journalism is 90 minutes long. Today, almost every story on NPR is less than four and a half minutes. And it's hard to imagine a host of NPR's All Things Considered assuming the identity of a fictional cult follower. But back in 1981, NPR was far more willing to experiment with the form of radio. A congressman was coming. And they've got a congressman they want to come in who's close to the member of the John Birch Society just to drop on, drop in, and my opinion is to tell him to stick it. Leading a real invasion, real enemies, including the newsmen and the concerned relatives Father said the congressman had supported fascist dictatorships and racism. The congressman was wicked. His invasion was evil. They must be ready. I've got to be involved in the radio room late at night because of a master plan to try to tear up our right to freedom. Just days before the congressman would arrive, 
A drum of a dangerous chemical was unloaded at Jonestown. It was quickly stored away in the clinic, but a few of the people saw it. They tell the most horrible tales out of their own nightmares and evil souls. Late on the night of November 17th, after the festivities at Jonestown put on for the visiting press and Congressman Ryan and his staff, a note was given to Ryan from a temple member who wanted to escape. The next day, 14 people asked to leave with the congressman. A televised interview, father seemed to come apart before a world that watched later. Congressman Ryan was attacked by a man with a knife, not seriously hurt, and he soon left with his staff, with the defectors, with the newsmen. A flatbed truck followed into the jungle carrying the gunmen. Father called them his Red Brigade. If they come in here by night, they are finished. Thank you. Much love. Dad climbed up into his chair for the last time. His first words... I've tried to give you a good life. The World According to Sound is made by Chris Hoff and Sam Harnett.